Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another weekly planner call. Today, it's going to be a very unique, very controversial session, as I've mentioned before. Uh, and Ariana goes like, oh, controversial. Yes, it is, because what I'm going to talk about today, it's something uh, that you like when you have a lot and you hate it when you don't have a lot. Well, what am I talking about? Money. There you go. You got it, right? So when I'm talking about listings, uh, I want to make sure that especially when you are going into a new market, uh, you have uh, the, the, highest, the, the, the highest number of tools for you to get that listing, all right? And uh, unfortunately for most real estate agents, all right, uh, when the seller asks them, all right, you know, what can you do for me? And the answer is pretty much the same as any other agent. I'm going to be here for you 24 seven. I'm going to answer the call every single day. I'm going to do the open houses. I'll do anything you ask me to do, right? There is no differentiation. So my question to you uh, guys today is when you're going to a listing presentation, what are not, not only you doing different, but is your offer better than the other agent? Because it's not about the company, right? You see many top, top agents working for large, very large companies and many top, top agents working for very small companies, all right? And they are succeeding. One of the biggest lies in real estate is that, oh, the name of the company is what's going to make you succeed in real estate. Well, that's the biggest lie. Because even if you go, all right, to your seller's, a presentation, guess what? If you have a big company, chances are that another agent from your big company is going to go and make the same listing presentation. So it's all about you. In banking, uh, there's a saying that goes like this. You bank with the banker, not with the bank. All right? So that is the big, one of the biggest lies in real estate is, oh, the name of the company. All right? So very important. What are you doing different and better? How is your offer better than your competition? All right, so that's the number one question that I have for you today. What is it? What are you offering? So I'm gonna give you some examples, right? So one of our top agents in coaching, and she's not here today, but uh, it's Talita, you know? Uh, she's an amazing, amazing agent. Uh, she works for a large, large company. She was actually, she worked for a very small company. Uh, she had her own company and now she works for a large company. So again, she had the three different ways, right? So. I'm gonna give you something that she does when she goes to a listing presentation. Here they are, look, something physical, right? Something physical, all right? People need to, to see that you're giving them something. When you come to coaching, what, I, what do I give you guys, right? Right now, because it's the pandemic, but what do you get when we go to seminars? What do you get when you buy something? Yeah, our program is online, but you get something that is physical, right? Physical, very, very important. All right. Tony Robbins has a very good strategy. He's, he says, you know, I sell you things that you can put into a drawer. And I, we got that idea from him, right? You can put this into a drawer. You have to put it next to your desk so you can see it all the time. He says, we are in, you know, in a technology age, in a digital age. But I, he says, I still sell books, books, physical books. Why? Because you're going to have to put it in your, in your library, right? So you have to see them from time to time. Right? So what are you giving your sellers that they can stay with, that they can touch? That's okay, now I'm getting something in, ret in return. It's something psychological that you want to make sure they have, right? What do you think I wrote for books already? For, why? Because it's something, it's not because the, the book gives me something, uh, gives me money, right? Right. 
The books put me at a different level. It's something for the client, for them to touch, right? It's an advertising tool. So I'll give you right here. When Talita goes to a meeting with a seller, number one, look, she has a seller's guide, right? A seller's guide. All of you should have a seller's guide. It's putting you in a different position, right? Most agents, all they talk about, again, it's if they work for a big company, my company is amazing, and I'm going to work for you 24-7. Everybody else is saying the same. I'm not saying that it's not good to work, you know, for whatever company you work for. I'm not saying that it's not good for you to work 24-7 for that seller. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is not different from what everybody else is saying, right? So it can't be subjective. Oh, I'm going to work very hard. Everybody says the same thing. Oh, I'm very knowledgeable. Everybody says the same thing. Give them something. So right here, look. There is a seller's guy. See, beautiful, right? With all the points, it's not talking about her. Look, it's not it's not her picture from 278 years ago, right? And, and you guys are laughing, right? It's all about the open house. Look, look at you. That's a picture in the first page, but that's not anymore about her. How to get from sale to sold, right? Then the pictures, sellers give professional marketing strategy, online marketing, explaining what she's going to do, right? Uh, how we communicate right? The action plan, everything in a match, something that they can keep, right? So when they interview another agent, at least this is in their what? In their living room. This is in, in their, in their uh, kitchen table, something that they can keep and touch, right? Number two, very important in the listing, all right? Especially when you are entering a new market. It is so critical, right? What do I say when you're entering a new market? Forget about the 3%, guys. It's not about the 3% commission you're making. It's about all the money in marketing and time you're saving when you get a new listing. Most agents complain when I tell, when I say, the number one tactic to getting a listing is what? What do you think it is? The number one tactic, the best one, the, the one that works the best. What is it? Exactly, right? To lower your commission. Oh, my, I'm not going to lower my commission, right? I'm not going to discount my, uh, my services. It is, it, is, it is a marketing strategy, guys. I'd rather you have 10 listings at 1% commission than one listing or zero listing listings at 3% commission. Again, I'm going to talk one more time about the number one energy drink in the world. The number one. What is it called? The number one energy drink? What is it? Something physical. Something physical. So, but, well, no, what's the number one? The number one energy Red drink Bull. in the world? Red Bull. Exactly. Red Bull. Right? <laughs> what do they do when they go to a college campus? What do they do? They give it for free. Exactly, Adriana. They give it for free. And they could perfectly say i'm not going to give away my drink it's my brand i created it i work so hard for it i positioned it i'm not giving it away they know it's a marketing strategy once you taste it in the first time in the college campus most likely you're going to stay with it banks do exactly the same thing with their credit cards you go as a freshman to campus and what do they do they give you a credit card first they know that for most people, their first credit card is very unlikely they're going to cancel because believe it or not, it has a sentimental, right? Yeah. Connotation to it. Oh, what? This was my first credit card. They know that. They give it to you. You don't have 
credit history. Many of you, many of you come from uh, you know other countries and you don't even have a social security. Don't 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 worry, they will give it to you anyways. It is a marketing strategy, guys. Again, it's not the same to have one listing at 3% than 10 listings at 1%. And the reason being is not only because you'll make more money at a 1% than a 3% in one, it is also perception. It is also perception. Wow. This person, it's here, 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 here. People most trust that person. Not only that, but once you have two, three, four, five open houses, what do you do with your with, with, uh, listings? What do you do with it? You do open houses. Got it? So not only you don't have to discount the commission, one, two, or three person only, give them something right here. She said right here, look at, look at Talita. She gives this, she, this is something concrete. Mr. Seller, when you authorize me to sell your home, notice that I'm not saying when you give me the listing, when you sign the contract, it's when you authorize me, because you see, when you say signed, what do the people, what people do? Ooh, sign, oops, right? Contract, ooh, let me give it to the client, to my, to my lawyer, right? So when you authorize me to sell your home, I'm going to give you a thousand dollar credit commission. All right. Not only that, but I'm also going to give you 200, as you can see, $250 for electrical costs. When you move to the next home, they have to move somewhere, right? Number three, I'm going to give you, all right. Also, all right. $250 towards your closing cost, right? Right here. Not only, and they go one by one, right? I'm also going to give you $250 credit. You got to, you know, turn this uh, property clean, right? At least $250 in, in credit, uh, in uh, cleaning credit. Also, Mr. Seller, I'm going to give you $250 in moving cost. Not only that, but we have a promotion right now where we are going to credit the buyer $250 towards uh, the uh, inspection. Also, I'm going to give you $250 in photography, right? But not only that, I'm also giving you right now, you know, what is it, $250 gift card for, uh, for Amazon for your next home, right? And finally, free appraisal. Ooh, now you see how she's differentiating herself? Everybody else, everybody else is just talking. I'm so good. I have so much experience. I'll do my best. I'll answer your phone, blah, 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 blah. It's not that it's, I'm not saying it is not relevant or important, but here's the thing. Everybody else is saying they're going to do that. Got it? So that's why it's so important to differentiate yourself. I want you to go prepare. I want you to go with the highest probability of getting that listing. Understand that just talking about your company, nothing against your company. I'm not mentioning any company in particular. When you just go and talk about your company and talk about yourself, there is no point of differentiation. You need something like this tangible, right? That they can touch. I will give you all these credits, all right? Right? All this once you authorize me to sell your home. Oh, now it's different. And ideally, for those of you who have a little bit more budget, you should bring that where? In a big box like this that they can put away. Now, when they compare you with everybody else and they, everybody else is coming with a little listing presentation folder, right? From the eight, 1970s, right? From the 70s. My little presentation folder, here it is, what my company does, and Anna, Anna laughs, because you know it's true, you know? they come with a little presentation and has the name of the company, and this is the marketing plan we're gonna do. Here's the thing, I'm not saying 
that is that is not good, but it's not good enough because everybody else is doing exactly the same. This is the presentation folder. Here's what we do with the marketing. And then you come and then you differentiate yourself. You come with your big, big box. And then you come with all the credits ready to work with the client. Right now, truly offering something of value, right? That they can actually, where they're going to actually save money. Now you're just not talking. Now you're truly giving something important for the seller. All right. So I need you to make sure that not only you know how to present, how to handle objections, how to close, but that you have the highest value for your clients. And sometimes it is $5,000, $7,000, $10,000 credit. It depends on where you are. All right. We have offers, and you guys know that we have offers in our coaching, right? From time to time. And sometimes it's even, even 75%. Uh, savings. Why? Because of what we want to accomplish. It goes further than just making money on that transaction, right? It's about volume. It's about a specific seminar that we're doing. It's about doing one seminar where we're going to get 150 new agents at a time so we can work with that discount. I want you to make sure again that you are in a superior position, right? There is a saying goes like this, if you wanna make a billion dollars, help a billion people. It's all about helping the client. And what I want you to, know, to, to ask yourself today, am I truly helping the client at a higher level than my competition? Am I truly helping my client and offering something to my client that is superior to my competition? Because if it is only to my knowledge and the name of my company, there can always be an argument. But when I come to my client and say, right, I'm gonna give you all of these things, is anybody offering you that? Most likely, right, the answer is no. Makes it much easier for your client to make a decision, right? Any questions, any questions regarding positioning? Because, that, and, and I wanted to do this today because uh, there was a question posed, and Lola, I will go into you right now. There, there was a question posed today, uh, I'm sorry, during the week, that is, okay, how do we get more listings, right? Uh, and sometimes the question is, how do I get, we get more sellers leads? But once you get the leads, okay, how do you get the listing? You need to make the right offer. Lola, please. Hi, yes, Orlando, you were totally right. And one of the things that I love about what you showed is exactly the fact that that agent is, you know, is not about her photo, but it's, yes, it's her brand. And that's what it will stick in people's minds. She's making it personal. So it's not about, you know, the company, it's about the person because they would be dealing with that agent. So that was like really, really very well done. And the, the beautiful thing today, I mean, it was, I was laughing while you were showing the, the folder. <laughs> I mean, some people is even lucky. Some people don't have this in presentation. Some people just go with a smile. And uh, so, and today you can, you know, you can even have it on a digital form, you know, I mean, and make it your own. So thank you for that. That makes a big difference when someone comes to your house with something of value and, and most things that you show, right? Uh, like the photography and stuff like that, the credit is you already have to take photos. So it's like, you know, it's impressed upon, you know, uh, just the value of the free of the coupon. Exactly. So, so see, see what, what Dalla say, it's all about the brand of the agent not the brand of the company, right? So right here, 
you can hardly see who she works with mm -hmm. because it's all about her branding, right? And, and that's why we stress that so much. Do not buy into the company telling you it, it's all about, because what you're doing is free advertising for the company. It's all about how you help the client. Look, it's a seller's guy. And, and, and there's no picture in the front or in the back, right? Yeah, when you open it, of course, you need to know who it is, but it's not in the first, it's not in the front cover. It's not in the inside front cover. It's not in the first page, right? Now you come to the third one. It's the fourth page. Okay, that's fine. Got it? But the message is right here, all right? A guide to selling your home, right? That's the message. That's what we're here for, Mr. Seller. So do we have that when we go there? By the way, once you give this to a seller, the probability of them throwing that away is almost zero. They're telling you they want to sell their home. They're going to keep that. And what are you doing, all right? You're positioning yourself as the expert. When I wrote my... My first book, right? That was back in, look guys, I had, it was, that was last year. This is a picture that I took last year. <laughs> Don't laugh. That was back in 2005, right? Anthony, and I'm going to go with you right now, right? So it's 2000, look, that is 16 years ago, 16 years ago, right? It's, it's, this, this has sold a lot of copies, right? I, almost 6,000 copies, but I, I don't even make a dollar on that, but the clients, it has brought me are so many. Why? Because again, it's not about me. It's about giving them something that for them has a lot of value. And now they're talking to an author, right? What's stopping you from writing a book? By the, I, I, I don't know, you know, how to, how to help somebody sell a property. Well, do the research. That's our job. That's to become the expert, right? And you document that. And in today's technology age, you can do that in 90 days. As a matter of fact, another book that I wrote Right? I wrote it with this book right here with this company called right here. I'm going to show you that right here. Uh, the 90-minute book. The 90-minute book. By the way, I didn't have to write a single word. They interview you for half an hour. Then they put everything together. They show it to you for the next 60 minutes. And in 90 minutes, usually within 30 days, you have your book. There is no reason not to write it. My coach, Dan Sullivan, he writes a book. He doesn't write it, right? He you know, talks about the book and somebody writes it for him every quarter because it's, now it's so, so easy. Again, when you go to a client with a book, with a magazine, with the offers, then immediately you're positioning yourself as the expert. Anthony, you had a question. Yes, I did. Good morning, everyone. Um, well, then I can identify exactly with what you're saying because I just retired from 25 years in banking and I just came on board with Josefina. She was one of my clients and three principles I learned when dealing with the client. Number one, you're focusing on the client. What's in it for the client? You can wow that client in the first minute you meet that client. Yep. And then the second one, you're earning the right to advance. Exactly, exactly what Orlando said. Right. And then the, the third one, you're closing the deal. Because if you're giving up $1,000 to get $3,000 or to earn $1,000, your service 
you wouldn't imagine how much referrals you can get from just wowing that client and giving up $1,000 or $2,000. Exactly. And you know what, Anthony? I, I don't see, I'm very good. This is to, to reinforce Anthony's point, right? We don't see it, Anthony and I don't see it as a thousand dollars that we are wasting. As he said, you can imagine how many referrals you will get. Remember, how much would it cost you guys to put a sign with your name and phone number in some in, in a community? How much would it cost you? How much you pay for bus benches for so how many how much money would that cost you? A lot of money, right? How much does it cost you to put a for sale sign? What? The, the, the cost of installation, $20, $25, it's free. When you get a new listing, now you have 24-7 free advertising. But it's, wait a minute, but it's even more powerful than the regular advertising talking about yourself because it's not, it, now it's not about you saying that you're good. It's that somebody in the community entrusted you with their property, right? Somebody else is saying, I trust Anthony with the sell of my home. Much different than a picture of Anthony from 30 years ago saying he's number one, right? You see how powerful that is? How much money that saves you? So those thousand, quote unquote, Anthony was saying those thousand dollars we're giving away is a huge saving in, in terms of marketing, in terms of advertising. Not only that, but now that you get the property, what do you do during the weekends? What do you do during, during the week and the weekends? What do you do? House show houses. Exactly, exactly, Margaret. You do open houses. How many open houses should we be doing? At least two open houses per week. At least two, one during the weekend and one during the week. We call them twilight open houses, right? During the week from five to eight, from Monday through uh, Friday, and then Saturdays or Sundays, ideally Saturdays and Sundays, right? I have Thomas Hoffman uh, right here, you know, and he got congratulations on your new $8.2 million listing and your $3 million sale this week. So congratulations, all right? And, and your listings, and, and, look, and you see so many people clapping, we know you already, right? So he just sent me a picture of a new uh, beautiful $8.2 million listing uh, this week. And at the beginning of last week, he just showed me the, uh, the $3 million property. He, he sold, I think it was less than two weeks. But Thomas, do you do open houses? All the time. Like, do All you send somebody to do the open houses or are you at the open houses? No, I am at the open houses. <laughs> Why would you do that? I mean, you're doing what? Uh, you've done $180 million in sales in a single year. Why would you do an open house? Well, it's part of the deal. It's where you meet the community. It's where you also meet buyers. Uh, I had an open house last year. And from that open house, I met somebody who didn't like the home that I was selling for the style. Not that there was anything wrong with it, but they didn't. And they asked me if, to see if I could help them. And uh, less than a month later, I had sold them a $4.4 million house. And this is a walk-in with no broker. <laughs> All right. Multiply 4 million times 6%, right? That's a quarter of a million dollars in commission, guys. Right? Is it worth it to do open houses? It's the number Absolutely. one. Absolutely. Legion, absolutely, as Thomas said. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. I'm looking forward. Every, every time we get a listing, like uh, we're getting now one that I will let you know, and uh, it's going to be every Wednesday, every Sunday, and maybe even every Saturday. By the way, I will be probably the only modern new house in Pinecrest when I get it. So it's going to go fast, I know. <laughs> but uh, I know that, but, uh, you know, we got to work hard. You can't just... Put a sign and wait for somebody to call you. You got to be proactive. 
Exactly. It can be reactive. Right. How much is that listing going to go for? Uh, 6.1. No, actually 6.8. 6.8. 6.8, yes. Right. Yes. Yes. So, and it's still, and you see the age, and look at Terrell going like, but we got, listen, but Thomas, do you get, did you get started at, at that level doing six? And, and we don't have the time today, but Thomas was kind enough. I was, I was, I started 30 years ago begging all my friends to let me rent something or let me buy something and begging other people to let me do their open house and like everybody else, you know. Right. But you gotta, you gotta learn what you gotta learn, and there's a curve. And you gotta let yourself be guided, be coachable. Had I had you, Orlando, some years ago, I would have been way further ahead than I am today. But wait, because the cheapest thing is to learn from other people's experience to have a coach. When you have to do your own experience, I already tell people, I told you when we were in Orlando, I was lost in the desert. I was in the Sahara for 10 years, going around, trying to look for the promised land. And I'm sure some people can relate to that. So what you see today is not, you know, I, did, I was not born like this. It is a product of 30 years of development with coaching and mentors. I would have done it a lot quicker, but not me. Anybody can do it. It's not me. It's anybody. Exactly. One, 100%, guys. And, and again, Orlando, yes, please. I have a question. Sure. Let's say we don't have a list uh, legally. Can we borrow or can we talk with a realtor? Let's say... I have a listing in my neighborhood and was listed with somebody from Palm Beach because the owner is family and those type of people that they don't <laughs> do match. So can I call that listing agent and offer, hey, I live three houses from yours. Can we work it together? Would you mind if I do an open house and borderline or legally that we could not ask that? You can, you can you're number one, yes, you can do it. Number two, agents do it all the time. So if you don't have a listing, all right, reach to, uh, let me, uh, let me give him one second. Let me mute everybody here because there's some, uh, so yeah, Anna, definitely you can do it. And again, one more time, agents do that all the time. Not only that, but not only ask to borrow that prop, borrow that property, but tell the agent, listen, I'll give you a report of everybody that came. All right. And if a sale came, comes from it, we'll share also the commission. All right. Again, we're looking, there's no better and cheaper, by the way, okay, lead generation tool, sellers lead generation tool than an open house. None, none, if we know how to do it, right? And we need to learn how to do open houses. And right here, we have that, all right? So if, if I go into, if you guys go into the library, right, into uh, the coaching session, and I'm going to show it to you right now. Once you log in and you go into the coaching, coaching session, we'll explain to you the four steps to a successful open house. Please follow those four steps. They are going to help you tremendously convert that time, right? Wasted time for most agent agents into a very, very productive time. Let me go right there, right here, and uh, I'm share with you. And then I'm going to I'm going to go through the comments. So right here, you see, this is what you all of you have access to, all of you guys, right? So you go to the library. You're not going to go into the coaching. You're going to go into the library, English, right? And then you scroll down until you see the open house guide. Make sure you download that open house guide. And I have Fabrice here that I want to interview because Fab Fabrice, that, that, um, unmute yourself. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions right now. And, and I ask him to be present today for a very specific reason. But let me go down here and you're going to see the open house guide. You click on that view 
all right? Uh, right here. And then you're gonna see the four, you download it, you keep it to yourself in your computer, right? And you follow every single step. And you're gonna see it right here, all right? Step number one, it's gonna, do, it's gonna be how to prepare for the open house. And you have four steps right here. Number one, oops, it's taking a little bit of time. Right here, the open house guide, preparing for the open house, as I said, Anna, right? Then how to do the marketing and driving traffic to the open house, very, very important. If we don't know how to do step number two, there is no reason for the open house. Nobody's gonna go. Then what to do during the open house, extremely important. And then number four, we gotta know what to do after the open house where the leads we generated, all right? It's important you download this guide. Extremely, extremely important, guys, all right? The success of your open house is gonna depend on what you do during the open house. I'm gonna go through, and Margaret, let me, let me go to Fa, uh, Fabrice. Fabrice, I don't see him right now. Anna, yeah, let's finish Can with I that thought. Another question, what is the customary, like how you share the commission with the other realtor? Because I can have two types of open houses. One is, let's say, on Tuesdays, because I live in Miami Beach and it's brokers open houses, so other brokers are gonna come in with a prospects or a preview. Mm -hmm. And let's say I do it on the weekend, that most likely is gonna be people that they are arriving on their own. It could be that they bring their own realtor. Mm -hmm. So if I'm borrowing that listing to do the open house, what is kind of the norm? I know yeah, everything is a situation that you manage and you negotiate, but not to offend, what should I offer the other listing sure. agents? Very, very good question. It's usually 25 to 30%, all right, to the uh, listing agent, the one who you, who you borrow uh, the property from, right? Whatever you get, if, if, they, if the client came with another realtor, it doesn't really matter. From whatever you get, you're going to share 25 to 30%, right? That agent didn't do anything. The listing agent didn't do anything, all right? They, most likely that property would have not been a, a, a sale for him if you were not uh, to work that... Uh, that open house, all right? And sometimes if you, got, if you have to go higher, you go higher, that's okay, depending on the listing. If the listing is very important for you because it's within your community, very good listing, you know it's gonna sell fast. It is uh, you know, a, a one of a kind listing, go even 50%. Uh, what I've seen, what I've done for my own business, what I've seen the top, top agents, we do not focus so much on the, on the amount of money we're going to make in one transaction. And when I, what, one of the biggest mistakes that I've seen in business in general, it's agents just trying to get, you know, the, you know the, just the, the, the last penny from every single transaction. It's more important to have volume. Got it? All right, but very good question. Very, very good question. I have Fabrice here. I don't know where he went right now. Yeah. Raise <laughs> your hand. I don't see you. I don't have, you don't have the camera. Oh, now I, now I see you. All right. So. Fabrice is a, is a very good example, right? Uh, Fabrice is French. Uh, he has an accent. Uh, the only person in this school without an accent is me because I was born in South Dakota, right? And Jeffrey, do not laugh, right? But here's a good thing, all right? And Sebastian, stop the, uh, the laughing. <laughs> Just kidding. So uh, Fabrice, how many listings do you have right now? 29. 29 listings. Oh, okay. So last week you had 24. Yes. Right? And you are a Anna goes like this, and you are a listing machine, truly a listing machine. All right. So tell me a little bit of what, what you do, because you speak to everybody and you do not care. All right. And you, by, by the way, Fabrice doesn't do cold calls. All right. 
So 29 listings. Last year, you, 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 I mean, you, you, I, you had so, so many listings. So tell me one thing you're doing right now that's working for you to get so many listings. We starting last year in January, remember? Yep. In the middle of January. And I have two listings when it's starting with you. Right. And uh, I, do, I do mailing, mm -hmm. Oscar. Mm -hmm. I do Facebook, Instagram, HotSuite, Mateship, every day. Every day, every day, every day. Every day I post something under all the way on Facebook, on Instagram, everywhere. I talk to everybody. I have my business card here on my phone and I give a business card to everybody. Mm -hmm. When I am in the elevator, when I am at the supermarket, when I am everywhere, everywhere, everywhere we talk with everybody. Also, if you don't want to so sell this house, also if you don't want to buy, I say, Look, take this for the future, there is no problem. Or give me your number and send you a text and I send you my car. And uh, I work like this. Always when I meet somebody, I try to have the phone and the email. Like this, I can create a database. Today, I have in my database 2,600 contacts in one year. And, uh, and I work like this, always, always repetition, repetition, repetition. I don't care about if the people say, I don't want to buy right now. I don't want to, and I'm that interested. I have another agent. Okay, no problem. Take this. In case if you need some information, I don't approach somebody to solve something or to get something. Always I say, if you need some information, for example, the blue value, when you sold your house or when you sold your apartment or to buy another or the time that you have another apartment, I give a little information to attract the person. For example, yesterday, I have a girl, he told me, yes, but I, I sold my apartment right now, but I bought four years ago, 2015, and today, 320, I cannot sold it because I have a blue value. I say, okay, do a 1031. What is it? Take my car and call me. <laughs> okay, you, you, don't, you don't explain the whole thing right away, you see? So what, what Fabrice said at the beginning, it's, it's just repetition and Fabrice, when, when, when Fabrice is, is with me in one-on-one -on -one and we got started in, in January, by the way, at the beginning of the, of the pandemic, right? So, so yes, he's, the, the, the number one thing that I see from Fabrice is everything I ask him to do during our one-on-one -on -one sessions, he does and he never stops doing them. As he said, repetition, repetition, repetition. Not only I remember when we started doing videos, uh, Fabrice, how many videos have you done? Right? Yeah. I mean, I think hundreds of videos yeah, in different parts of Miami Beach, talking about Miami Beach, the statistics, right? The comparables in the Miami, in Miami Beach. Yeah. Not only that, right? I do, but, I do minimum three videos a week. Minimum. How many? Three at five videos a week. Three to five videos per week. And some of you say, oh my God, that's a lot of work. Yeah, but that's a lot of listings too, 29. Right? So again, what are we doing different? I'm going to go with you, Thomas, right now. What are we doing different and better than most agents? Fabrice had two listings at the beginning of last year. Two listings. All right. By the, by the way, it's not only listings. If you go to the MLS, he sells them pretty quick. All right. So what are you doing right now to generate that momentum 
that Fabrice it's it's is having right yeah. and it's just an yeah. example because I asked him last, last week and he had 24 and now 29 coming from two at the beginning of the year in a pandemic year so what are you doing Fabrice is big on videos big on postcards but the most important thing Fabrice that I see on you you are huge on follow-up yes. if somebody says they want to buy or sell you'll call that person respectfully not bother them because they want to talk to you and you never stop following up right yes this is a so can i make a comment uh, orlando yeah, sure, Thomas. go ahead go ahead fabrice number one i want to congratulate you you're a go-getter man you're going to make it happen in a big way ripping <laughs> it apart That's, but but you know you know but you know what i see in you i see what a lot of people don't do which is a lot of people are just studying studying and they want to make it perfect and i think you're making it perfect not by studying but by doing See, a lot of people suffer from paralysis by analysis. Right? You are not suffering from that. You are jumping in the water and swimming, no matter what the temperature is. A lot of people just put their feet in and they want to see the right temperature, has to be the right day, the right moon, the right clouds, everything has to be right. Exactly. Right? Am I correct? So you're just doing it. And congratulations to you. Thank you so much. Yes, good like, good. yes thank you. This is like this. Don't think about nothing. Do it. Mm -hmm. You do it bad. I'm doing a video. Uh, yes, I, the first video is very bad. I don't care. I do another. <laughs> After I show an apartment with the video, I do directly in Facebook online on, on live. I don't, it's not correct. I don't care. The next is correct. And that's it. Do it. You know what, what Thomas said about, uh, about Fabrice and what Fabrice is saying right now? Listen, we are not surgeons, we are not doctors, right? If we do something wrong, that's the, the worst thing that can happen with a lead is that they don't wanna to talk to us anymore. I mean, they just don't see us as professionals and they just go with somebody else. You can, all right, damage a lead, all right? Well, you can, quote unquote, is lose that lead. But fortunately, you make a mistake, then that person doesn't wanna to talk to you anymore as a real estate agent, right? It's not that they got mad at you or anything like that, it's just, Nothing's gonna happen. And so what Thomas just said is just perfection, it's perfection equals paralysis, right? And so many people hide behind that perfection wall, right? No, I'm a perfectionist. What you're saying is that you're afraid to take action, right? Forget about perfection. I've lost some clients. I've lost some clients because sometimes I make mistakes writing things. Yes, I do, okay, but I can't, I don't, I don't wanna stop. Just keep, keep going. As Fabrice said, listen, Fabrice has done so, so many videos. And the first one were, oh my God, even the lining, the microphone, going the, uh, the, the, the wind. But you learn by doing, as Thomas said. Neymar, please. Hi, yes, I have a question. Like, I I have been doing many videos for, with the lender, with, the, with many people. But I, I'm not sure about what to do with these videos. Like I have to pay advertisement or I have to put it only in my Instagram or I have to put it in YouTube. Like how the videos works, like how you can transform the videos to leads. Very good. So again, those videos are all about awareness, right? It's repetition like Fabrice and Thomas said, right? It's all about repetition, repetition, repetition. It's awareness. So yes, you need to pay, right? You need to promote those videos on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook, all right? It's all about that repetition to position you as the expert of choice. If you just post 
and you do not pay for a campaign, very few people are going to see it. How many people are going to see it? Just about 2% of all the connections in your social media account. So if you have a, a thousand people, all right, in your social media networks, about 20 people are going to see it. Remember, social media is not about posting. Social media is about paying, right? If you just post, the closest people to you are going to see it and no more than 2%. So yes, Neymar, you need to pay for that. You need to do a um, campaign. Go ahead. For example, in Facebook, uh, the, the best uh, campaign that I have to do with videos is like traffic campaign. Uh, yes. Yes. Profit campaign, profit campaign. And remember, it has to be targeted at a very specific place. Ideal, of course, you are in Miami. You want to make sure that you limit it to Miami. All right. 15 miles is the, the, the least you're going to be able to do. It's better to do, all right, $100, $150 just in a little area. The smaller, the better. And Facebook is going to allow you no men, no, no, uh, no less than 100, um, uh, 15 miles. I'm sorry. All right. You want to make sure that you're there, but not one today and then another one two months from now. It has to be on a campaign, ongoing campaign every single week. Today, we had the marketing meeting. We have a weekly marketing meeting with our team. And uh, today we just, we're deciding part of the, the, the today's meeting, it's deciding which vi video are we going to run this week. Every single week, all right, for seven days, we need to be running a video in different platforms. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, etc. Next week, and, and we change that video every single week. All right, fresh content. Lola, you had a question, you had a comment, and then Anna, I'm gonna go with you, and then uh, Leonor. Yeah. No, Leonor, that's Margaret. Okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Lola. Sorry. No, one of the things that I was gonna say to Neymar is a great strategy, especially when you're doing uh, a video like you did, like you're doing do the teaser too. So like Orlando says, if you pay for your ad for, for that video on, on Facebook, that is the easiest thing. And then you put it on the other socials and you tease them to go to YouTube. Remember that YouTube will be there forever. People will find mm -hmm. you, okay? A great tool that you can use is like uh, TubeBuddy that will allow you to put hashtag in on YouTube. But if you drag people to YouTube, like Orlando says, those videos will pay you forever because anybody will find it. Just remember to find the name, be very specific. So if you do how to get um, a great, um, 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 you know, a great- um, Three things to learn, three things to sell, to sell your home. The, the, yeah, the three things to sell your home, put that as the name of the video when you upload it because the, the, the system will even see that, okay? Mm -hmm. But do the teasing and you will, you will drive, you know, people around in circles. Right. So one yeah. thing I want to talk about videos before I go to Leonora and then Terrell. One thing very important about videos, guys. I said, oh, but I don't feel comfortable in front of the camera. Look at the video as a practicing tool, right? If you don't feel comfortable in front of the camera, most likely you are not going to feel comfortable in front of a client, all right? It's a practicing tool, as I've read said. At the beginning, my videos were super bad. Now he feels very comfortable. Now imagine if you feel comfortable in front of a camera, how comfortable you're going to feel when you go to a, a listing presentation. Here's what happens, all right, with videos. Not only videos change the, perce the perception of your audience, but even more important, or would, I would argue that it's more important because it changes you. 
because you need to prepare for the video. You need to learn that information. You need to structure that information and then you need to communicate it, deliver it. It is a practicing tool. So when you go to a listing presentation, you've, had, you've rehearsed that information so much for the video that then the one-on-one -on -one is a piece of cake. You're developing your communication skills and that's why you're getting paid for in a service industry. You're not getting paid for a product. You're getting paid for a service. And you are going, the more, the better your communication skills, the higher your fees. Got it? Very, very important. The more money you're going to be able to make. Okay, Karel, you had a question, then Anna, then Leonor. Go ahead. Uh, yes. Um, so kind of uh, want to backtrack a little bit. I know prior before we spoke about like, you know, targeting your farm area as far as like um, sending out mail outs. Um, and I remember you were saying like um, find the areas that have like 80 to 90 homes that were sold. Um, how exactly are you pulling those um, properties and, you know, to, to create your mail outs? Because that's my biggest thing right now. I'm on IMAP and it's not letting me drill down specifically into what I want to get. Sure. So. so let's start with step number one. For those of you who are still not, have not def uh, defined your target area, very, very good. That's where we have to start. Do not start doing any campaigns until you define your targeted audience, right? So very good. Number one, you need to identify an area of 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months. Ideally, that area should be no more than a mile, a mile and a half away from where you live, not from where your office is, but from where you live. Why? Because that's the, the, the place you know the most in your city. Got it? Very, very, very important, guys. All right, 80 to 90 properties sold. So the second part is, okay, how do I find those 80 to 90 properties sold in your local MLS, right? You go to the local MLS, you do your, your radio search and you will find those properties. Oh, what about if I only had 50 properties sold in the last 12 months? Don't worry, just expand that radio, right? Number three, okay, so how do I find the owners of those properties in that area? There are many ways, right? The one that we use, it's called a company, it's not a real estate company, but it's called Cold Realty, right? If you want the, uh, the contact, just email me at info at montierorganization.com, info at montierorganization.com. And, you know, ask Orlando, how do I get the emails, phone numbers, and names of the people in my community? They've been in business for more than 70 years, all right? Many of my top agents use them right? Ask your broker first if they have a preferred company that provides them with emails and phone numbers. Maybe some of you have brokers that work with other companies that have um, uh, generated very good results. So ask your broker, hey, do you have a company that can provide me with the list of emails, phone number, and address of the people in my community? If the answer is yes, start with your broker. If the answer is no, then use the one that I suggest. Got it. So those are the three steps, bro. All right. Thank Anna, you. you had a question? No? <laughs> and then, Leonora, I'm going to go with you. <laughs> um, sí, tenía una pregunta que... Can, can you do it in English so they can understand? Oh, yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, I had a question. Um, all these things that you are saying, we can also use it for buyers. I love buyers. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And listen, we all like buyers, right? I said, don't forget about your buyers, but eventually, right, start, don't forget about buyers, but start focusing on sellers. And here's why, Anna. And in order to have a successful long-term real estate career, we need to focus on sellers, right? Here's why. 
And again, I'm not saying not to work with buyers, okay? But eventually you want to delegate your buyers to your team, right? So there's, there's three steps in a real estate agent's career, right? Number one is to start working with buyers, ideally, all right? Start working simultaneously with sellers, but it's gonna take a little bit longer because you need, every agent needs higher levels of skills to work with sellers. Why? Because sellers are the one paying the commission and the top agents are going after sellers why? Because they can have many listings at the same time. They can work with many buyers at the same time. And then number three, it's creating a team, right? So you start with buyers, then with set, then you go into sellers, and then you create your team. Got it? Now, the sooner you start working with sellers, the sooner you're going to have an, a stable business. Why? Remember, there has not been ever, ever in the history of real estate, a buyer that needed to buy a property. Never, and in my opinion, it will never exist a buyer that needs to buy. Reason being is that they can always stay where they are. If they can, they can rent uh, cheaper or for the same price, right? And number three, if there are foreigners, they can stay in, a, stay in a hotel. So you're working, when you're working with a buyer, you're working with somebody that is not as motivated as the seller. Does that make sense? Right now, the most important thing about working with sellers is leverage. Meaning, can you work with five buyers in one day? Of course not, right? But can you have five? How many listings Fabrice has? 29 listings. Can we work with 21 buyers in the same day? We would go crazy, right? So I'm not asking you to stop working with buyers. What, what I'm asking you is to you know, open up and say, okay, I realize now right? That the money and the success in real estate is on sellers, period. No, but I, I don't need to have 29 listings. It's okay. All right. You can have only five. But what I'm saying is you're going to secure that commission, right? Easier with a seller than with a buyer. And number two, even if you don't want 29, 30, 50 listings, that's okay. You can work with three or five, but it's going to be much, much lower uh, workload. Does that make sense? All right. So here's the thing you can, you can offer, can you offer a buyer, uh, a commission paying a commission? No, legally you can pay a buyer. All right. Because you will be paying. Now, can you credit something at closing? Yes. Uh, can you incentivize them to, uh, you know, with all the things that I gave you? Yeah. But the reality is that you don't need to, because if the buyer's working with you, most likely, they don't need to work with anybody else. Here's why. You are not competing for the buyer's business. You know why? Who's paying the commission? The seller, right? So the competition is not that high. Why? Because again, the money, it's on the seller. So the question you ask is so, so, so important, guys. At the end of the day, Anna, you close 15 buyers, right? Who finds out? Not many people. Maybe, maybe you're a broker, right? But if, if you close 15 homes in your community, wow, all of a sudden you're a star in your community. You're a celebrity, right? So it's giving you something that is extremely important in our business, which is what? Free marketing. Okay. Got it? So again, one more time, I just want you to, to, to receive this as, you know, that, okay, let, let, me, let me make sure that I start developing my skills as a, sell, a listing agent while I still work with buyers. Got it? Right? Leonor, you had a question? Comment? Let me unmute. Oh, yeah. 
ahead. I have been working as a realtor for eight years. Eight years, okay. But, um, and I use traditional, always use traditional marketing as a business card, flyers. And last year was the most difficult year for me. Okay. And now I come back, I came back from, from Bogota, Colombia. Okay. And I see that everybody use um, the, the other marketing, digital marketing. Mm -hmm. And I am a little behind on it. Okay, okay. I don't use digital marketing. That is, that is very important. I know that now is very important after the pandemic and everything. How can I update or how can I uh, receive courses for, for you? Mm -hmm. um, so we have a, a, a different course and, uh, on, on Facebook. And we're going to do one in February at the end of, of February on how to combine Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Okay, so email me if you can email me at info at monteroorganization.com and we'll give you the dates once we have them. We know we're going to create a new one. Uh, Facebook just changed radically their platform. So we have to do a, new, do a new one anyways. All right. So I'll give you the dates for that. Okay. okay. But by the way, guys, by the way, don't, don't wait until we do the next uh, course. Creating a campaign on Facebook, on Instagram, uploading to YouTube. Remember, those platforms grow, grew so much and please get into the into your mind. I'm not saying you know, it's, it's, it's not you, right? So these are very easy platforms to use. They would have never been able to grow so fast if they had to be used only by professionals. If you have only the patience, which is what it requires to set up a campaign and learn about Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, it requires one thing, patience. Because it's frustrating for many people just to go step by step by step by step, 20 to 23 steps. To yeah. set up a campaign on Facebook, right? The last update we did, it was 23 steps, very easy. And I've shown you, I can upload a campaign on Facebook in less than four minutes. Those 23 steps are very short, very easy to do, but most people don't have the patience. And you know, it's gonna take you a little bit of time to learn them and you can learn them for free. Okay. All right, very good. So I'm gonna go to Anders, Anders, please. I, I just wanna add one thing to what uh, Leon was saying. So sure. um, uh, I, in the past, have I've worked in bars and restaurants. Mm -hmm. I've never used social media. I've always only inter interacted with people face to face always, 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 right? So in the last year, as I've started uh, uh, going through this course, the modules and understanding that I'm now a marketer. <laughs> so, um, you know, it took me some time to set up my first uh, Facebook ad campaign. Um, it was very frustrating, um, but I was able to use a small dollar amount mm -hmm. to kind of experiment, right? And so, um, in my Facebook ad manager, I essentially have three old campaigns that I did, but truthfully, I really only launched one of them, right? But just, uh, just over this weekend, I was able to go back in, take the one ad that I was able to successfully launch. And uh, from what I learned from doing that, setting up the second uh, campaign to get going really was much, much easier. Um, right. I still don't feel like I'm an expert on Facebook ad manager, but 
it wasn't as terrifying the second time launching a campaign as it was the first time. So, um, so the good news about at least the Facebook ad manager was that I didn't have to buy in with like a large dollar amount. Right. And, it t- and it told me I was going to get zero leads and I was okay with that. I just wanted to see what was going to happen. Right. And it told me I was going to get zero leads. And I've got a, uh, I've got a little printout here of like 15, 15 people who filled out my form. On there you an, go. There you on go. An, on an ad that fa- Facebook told me I was going to get zero leads and I got 15. <laughs> right. And so um, now, you know, I haven't been able to speak to each one of those people individually yet, but I have called them all. I have emailed them all. I do have them in an email campaign that I'm sending information to them, right? And I have talked to three of them and I'm actively sending information to three of them, right? Uh, by their request. And so I'm hoping that with, you know, the second ad, ad campaign, I mean, if I could just do that again, just 15 more people and I can do that every two weeks because that's what I'm running is like is like uh, 17 day campaigns. Mm-hmm. It, um, uh, then, um, then I think I'll be in good shape here to get some to get some business going. And as I had told Orlando in one of our last meetings, you know, I'm looking for buyers right now because I am new. But when I get that first commission from that first deal, I'll immediately set money aside to begin a postcard campaign into my uh, farming area to be looking for sellers. So, um, yeah. So um, I'm not I'm not discounting buyers by any means. They're going to be my bread and butter this year. Um, uh, and they will be future sellers, right? And so um, I'm not discounting my buyers at, by any means, but I am trying to get to that point where I'm focusing on 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 becoming a listing agent. So thank you, Anders. Thank you very much for that for that comment. And that's something that I, that I wanted to communicate, right? It's this is 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 frustrating, especially when you're learning something something new. But it's not that difficult, right? So uh, just try to get started. In YouTube, you'll find a thousand videos. Uh, and and it's, it's so simple, guys. It's so simple. And then we'll do the course in February and we will let you know exactly uh, when it is. All right. And, and we'll get going like that. So I'm going to have time for one more question or comment. Thank you very much, guys, for that. Uh, let me go to Maribel, Anna, and then I'll come to you and then I'll read some uh, posts uh, that, uh, that I have here. Maribel. Hi. Hi. Good morning to everyone. Orlando, if I want to focus only in high end sellers, mm-hmm. three tips. Very good. So before we go into high-end sellers, right? Number one, we want to make sure that we master our community first. It's difficult. For I live in Coral Gables, right? So uh, the, the average price in this area is about 2. 2.6, 2.7 million, right? There are properties that are more than that, but we have an area that is called Gables Estates, and you know that because it's Miami, right? So I'm going to put myself as an example, right? So I don't offend anybody here. So the average price, let's say, is $2.6 million in my area, right? Okay. So, but I want to list in, core, in, in Gables Estates. The average price in Gables Estates is between 21 to $22 million, mm-hmm. right? If I go to Gables Estates, right, and I tell them I live in Coral Gables, they don't see eye to eye. Does that make sense? I, I, I'm actually at a lower financial class to them, right? So we don't have, we don't go to this same places, we, we don't have the same interests, right? So they don't see eye to eye. The top listing agents in Gables Estate, guess where they live? In Gables Estate. Gables Estate, right? So if I just wanna focus, if I live in Brickell and I just wanna focus in properties starting, just sellers, properties starting in 1 million, mm-hmm. maybe not that high end, maybe no, I'm not- that's fine. But, but if 
at least as long as you're in your neighborhood and in Brickell, there are many properties, a million, two, three million dollars, as long as within your, as long as they see you guys as part of the community. Exactly. And sometimes it's not even about only the price. What I'm saying, listen, and I have, you know, uh, properties in, in, in my area that are four or five million dollars, right? And, and, but, but they're in the gables, right? So I can see eye to eye with my neighbors. Does that make sense? Some of them might be lower, some of them might be higher, but I'm, I'm one of you. That's what I'm trying to say, right? So people want to do business with people that they can relate to. I'm not saying that's every single case, but it's the, gener it's, it's the general rule. It's going to be easier for you. Now, once you are comfortable with your own area because you know them, you're in Brickell, yeah, you can do $5 million properties in Brickell. You're still a Brickell resident. Exactly. Right? So, so a, tip, a tip that you can share with me that will be... Um, that one, I can it's marketing. Okay, number one, it's marketing, marketing, marketing. Okay. Right? It's all about marketing. It's about positioning yourself as the expert of choice. And the only way to do that is through marketing. Remember what I say, guys, who makes more money? The general doctor or the specialist? We know the specialist. But who makes more money than the specialist? Dr. Oz from TV, because he's a celebrity, right? It's all about marketing. Number two, make sure that you know how to make a presentation in less than seven minutes, how to handle the objections, all of them are here, and how to close the client. Number three, make sure you give them value right here. You need to give, when you go to a listing presentation, you need to give them something better than your competition. It's not about how good I am or my experience. It's about what I can give them. And if it is something physical, like I said at the beginning, even better. So number one, marketing. Number two, practice your skills, your sales skills. Number three, make sure that when you go to a listing presentation, you're giving them something most likely nobody else is giving them. And if you have to give two and a half percent at the beginning, give two and a half percent of your commission in credits. Okay, amazing. All right, real quick, I think I'm going to go through the comments real quick right here. Uh, uh, let's see, let's see. Congrats, Tommy says, Lola. Josefina says, yes, Thomas, congrats. Maria, I will help you in your open houses, Thomas. Very good. So there's help for you right there. Uh, Anthony says, you cannot buy experience. All right, very good. It's more about sharing. That's exactly right, Lola. It's all about sharing. What can I give you, right? Great, great guys. Thank you for sharing. Practice, 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 says Thomas, right? Don't think so much about the mistakes. Learn, adjust, and keep practicing. Very good. Uh, the more you do, the faster you will accomplish. Excellent, excellent. Catherine, this is wonderful. First time joining your call, and I'm so thankful. Thank you for being here today, all right? Uh, and, and again, and she says, so many great ideas. Because the more you guys interact, the better. You can be new, experience of a top agent. The more you interact here, uh, the more the more we all get from the uh, from the session. All right. Uh, let's see. Please repeat the email address info at montierorganization.com. Info at montierorganization.com. Anders, thank you very much for writing it down. Thank you. Thank you very much. Josefina says uh, Fiverr. Very good. Which tutorials can uh, you can do? Uh, Anata has tutorials. YouTube. It's the key. All right. And I think I have pretty much. Uh, everything here but you have names somebody specific that you know they have good dictation they are easy to understand and right to the point here's a beautiful here's a beautiful thing about youtube go to the 40 to 50 minute uh tutorials and the ones that have the most views they're usually the best ones okay. it's like buying something on amazon right and that's a beautiful thing about digital age my brother daniel you guys know daniel he does the the, the sessions on thursdays he buys the things with the the, the most reviews that's simple can sometimes not be the best, yeah, but it's, 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 
very unlikely. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you, guys. This was an amazing, amazing session. I didn't even show you slides that I wanted to show you for today because the, the value you brought today to this uh, to this session today, asking questions and comments was unbelievable. Thank you very much, guys. I see you. I'll see you in the forum. All right. And remember, on Thursday, on Thursday, we have how to plan 2021 live at the Marriott. All right, uh, in Miami. It's going to be in Spanish, though. So for those of you who speak Spanish on Thursday at 10 a.m. at the Marriott Miami Airport. Awesome. You guys, there are any questions, email me info at monteorganization.com or, or more important, even easier, the forum. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.